0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 hi. I am, of course, your host, Marcus Ness. How uh, y'all doing out there? A wall as well with everyone. I have literally nothing to talk about. And by literally, I mean, I played the Diablo 4 beta, So I can talk about that. And I've continued watching Star Trek Enterprise. So I can talk about that. But... Is any of that exciting? Not really. Guess what? Diablo 4... Is more Diablo. And that's that's fine. I went into the beta. Something I don't usually do. I'm not a big beta or demo or any of that type of person. In part because... In a game like Diablo especially where you're constantly making progress and leveling up your character, to lose all that, to have it reset and have to start over from the beginning, why even bother? That's why a lot of Squares demos for the Octopath Gams or, or other RPGs that allow you to pick up where you left off when the full game comes out, those are great. That's not the case with this Diablo 4 beta. But as I played it, and the reason why I I played it was because you got some free crap for reaching level 20, for reaching the max level available in the beta. And I wanted that free stuff, because it's free. I was being very living large in that moment. I say that with all love and hugs, but... I don't even know what the free stuff is. I think it might be a mount or something animal-ish related. But I have no idea. So I didn't even know what I was playing for. Lo and behold, I did not reach level 20. I quickly realized I was not going to reach level 20 when it was apparent it would take me hours to hit that level to reach the cap. And I just wasn't having that much fun with the beta. It's not that it was bad. It's not bad. It's Diablo. It's just that it's Diablo. It's exactly what you think it is. There was nothing in what I played. I got to level 8. Played it for maybe an hour and a half or so. All said and done in two different sessions. But it's just, it's Diablo. Diablo. Good and bad, it's it's Diablo. I think the camera's a bit more zoomed in than in 3, from what I remember. And for the record, I only ever played Diablo 3. I've never played 2. I still haven't played the 2 Resurrected or whatever the remastered version is called. Never played 1. So I, I don't have that much experience with the series. I love... Action RPGs like Diablo and played many that were like Diablo prior to Diablo, but I never played much of Diablo. So, yeah, I don't know if my lack of enthusiasm while playing the beta was because it was a beta and I knew that everything I was doing didn't matter. I skipped everything. I skipped every bit of dialogue, every cutscene. I didn't want to deal with any of that. I just wanted to focus on the game. And I may have missed certain things about systems there. So that may have hurt me as well. Playing it solo may have been a factor. Though I did play all of three solo. So that shouldn't really matter because I love three. I had such a great time with three. I was a big, big three fan of... It was one of the rare instances where I got a game on PC because I was that excited about it. And I loved the auction house. I loved that. I was very sad when they removed that. But Diablo 4 is is more Diablo. I don't remember how it was handled in 3, but if it was the same... It just felt more annoying here. I did not like. Because I I went with the. Mage class. As I often do. I like me. My magic users. But. I did not like that. You only had one. Skill slash ability slash whatever slot open. At the very start. And didn't unlock a second until reaching level five. I was first concerned that. There wasn't going to be another one unlocked until level 15, but that was skill-based modifiers or whatever. But what this meant was, when I reached level 2, I put a point into this electric whip type of ability. That was a close-range melee attack, essentially. And then when I hit the next level, I put a point in... So the one skill point I had, I put it into the ice projectile ability. What I didn't realize is that I still only had the one slot. So I could only use one of these abilities at any given time. And that, my friends, was very, very annoying and frustrating to have just unlocked this second ability, wanting to be able to have... a a close range and a long distance attack available at me while fighting enemies. However, all I could do was pick one or the other until reaching a certain level that I wasn't clear on when that level was because when I was looking through all the different skill slots, I didn't see anything about when they would open up. I just kept seeing that modifier thing or whatever for the abilities themselves, which made me think for... Longer than I should have, that it wouldn't open up until level 15. I didn't like that. I think you should have at least, not at least, I think you should have two slots open at the start. But, outside of that annoyance, everything else seemed fine. Since I played it, I started it Saturday evening, I think, and they're... Was no issue getting into a game. The queues were instant. No lag or anything server wise. I ran into a few people while playing, but nothing crazy. And it was just Diablo. It's Diablo. I I think there might be a few additional systems there. It seems like there might be some more crafting elements and ways to go about utilizing resources than in previous games. But again, not a huge Diablo person. Not entirely sure. And they, they updated the hell out of Diablo 3. Diablo 3, I think turned into a completely... not a completely different game, but a way more expanded game than when I last played it. Because I beat it multiple times on PC when it originally came out. And I think I played through it one time when it first hit consoles. But I... Never played it after that when they started doing the seasons or whatever they were doing. Didn't mess with any of that. Kind of wish I did when I heard people talking about it, it. seemed like it was fun. Didn't mess with the Necromancer blast that may have added additional content as well. So I don't know what was added to Diablo 3 during its life that may... Have made it a completely different. Experience or not. That's something that. I noticed in the beta. And then. Unless I'm remembering wrong. This is the first time. Maybe you could in the remaster of two. But you could. Customize your character. Which is cool. However. Very limited. It's very very limited. In how. Much customization is there. The facial hair is especially weird. Because it's not okay. Do you want a beard? And then do you want a mustache? Do you want sideburns? Do you want this or that? It's just a dozen or so preset designs. I don't even know what the hell you could call them. Because they're all variations. They're not just here's a beard, here's a fuller beard, here's a really full beard, here's a mustache, here's a curly one. There was no mustache-only option, and that pissed me off because, as you can see, if you are watching the video version of this here podcast, I've been living the mustache-only lifestyle for quite a while, and I like it, and I want to be able to represent myself in-game with a character who also has just a mustache. Yes, I have this whole patch, too, but mostly just you know the mustache, give me my mustache, Diablo, what the fuck? I hope they took that away from the beta. I hope there's a lot of anger and and vitriol spit their direction to give me a damn mustache option, but that was the the biggest annoyance I had playing the game maybe the, maybe that's why I didn't like my time with it because I just couldn't get past the fact that I was not allowed to have a mustache for my character. The game looks good, ran well, all seems good, so I'm sure this is going to be a good time when it drops in June. But that was pretty much all I played. Again, I, I I've been powering through Enterprise. I did not realize how much i've been powering through until i already reached the third season yesterday which is halfway through the the whole series now and that's a bit crazy to think of because it feels like or at least seems like i just started watching it and uh it's bad it's really bad and one of the worst things about it something that does exist to varying degrees and and in varying degrees at varying times and varying seasons is how gross and sexualized enterprises the way they treat what's her, her name the Vulcan Vulcan science officer The One, the decontamination scenes, what the fuck is that shit? They just love to see them rubbing each other and lathering up, and it's fucking gross. There were some episodes outside of the uh, decamination (laughs) chamber where... It's just fucking gross. It is the horniest of the Star Trek series I've watched overall. The treatment of that character and some of the stuff they have her doing makes the sexualization of Seven of Nine seem innocent in comparison. And even with Seven of Nine, her sexualization was more so why is she wearing this? Why is she wearing this super type? Tight jumpsuit type of thing. You look at oh god, what was her name? The half Klingon in Voyager, the engine engineer. What's her name? I'm terrible with names. She wore normal fitting attire. Why 709 that way? We all know why, but they didn't do the things to her that they're doing to the Vulcan in enterprise. But I'm just looking forward to being over and done with it. I don't, it seems like a very hateful series overall where everyone kind of sucks. Every race sucks. Everyone's a piece of shit. Humans are shitty. The Vulcan are especially shitty. Holy crap. If you were a Star Trek fan who loved the Vulcans going into Enterprise, you are probably very unhappy watching the show. I read that there are a handful of episodes that explain why they behave the way they do in Enterprise. But that seems like more of a cop-out than a justification. We'll see, though. I'll get there when I get there still everyone talks about how great season 4 is there's no way in hell that's going to make up for season 1 through 3 at least I can say it's helped me appreciate Voyager more because as, as much as Voyager was just this poor imitation of the next generation in, in many respects. It still felt like Star Trek. That's the biggest problem with Enterprise. I don't get that Star Trek feeling while watching it. And that's the biggest bummer. It just doesn't feel super Star Trek-y. I I think I mentioned this last time. But it feels so much like fan fiction. And there are so many instances where they... Reference other aspects of this. It, it just feels like a a a, a self-filleting Gross. Ugh, ugh. It's just I I don't like it. Don't like it. I can't wait for it to be done and over with, so I can move on to some better Star Trek. And ever since I finished. Deep Space Nine, while I talked about how disappointed I was with the last few seasons, man oh man, overall that that series deserves way more love than it gets, it's so good and Captain Sisko is just the best, I love Captain Sisko, and when I think back on Deep Space Nine, there were characters who annoyed me, but that may have been the one series where There wasn't a character who I borderline hated. There were, were, uh, I I, I never really, sort of near the end, in, in Voyager, Neelix became tolerable. But he was also someone who drove me fucking insane. There were maybe two episodes where he would dance, and I hated watching him do that. He would, he would get all cheery and he would do this stupid leprechaun, Lucky Charms looking shit. Did not like that. But... That's pretty much it in terms of what I've been watching. What not? I've dabbled with other shows. Trying more of this and that. I gave MASH a shot. Watched the first two episodes. Then asked Lunchbox. If I don't like those two episodes... Is it safe to say I won't like the show in general? And he told me to watch one more. But I'm not going to do that. I thought I was about doing it. And then I said, I, no, no. I think I'm good. There's no way the third episode can make me go from not liking literally anything about the show. To wanting to watch ten seasons of it. So... Thanks for responding. I got scared for a second. I looked down at the the recording time bar or whatever in OBS and saw 0000000, zero, 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 zero but that was for the live thing. The recording is fine. Safe, 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 safe. But uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to there there's one last thing I want to do with Plex. Before I'm done, done, done. And that is just to. Finish optimizing. Not optimizing. Just getting all the metadata. Equal amongst everything. That's not the word I want to use. In this space. But I want to get everything. On the same page. And once that's done. Then I will just start adding things. Here and there. as I feel like it. But I'm pretty good with everything right now. So that's that's nice. And I look forward to having a future where the future is unknown and barren and open to doing whatever. Because I'm still in that place where I have so many things. I don't have so many things, but I still have things that I want to do that I need to do. And that list has been diminishing has been decreasing as i've completed this and that that i can see an actual near future where i have open and free time and that's that's exciting but yeah that's that's pretty much it so i'm i'm pretty much ready to wrap up the show because there are no Patreon questions. However, I have a question for you, the listener slash watcher, that I would like you to respond to on YouTube in the comments. If you respond to this question anywhere else, in the Discord, on Twitter, on the website, emailing me, if you find out what my email is, guess what? It's not hard to to figure out what it is. If you. PM me on Instagram. I'm going to completely ignore you. And if you do it on Discord. I'm going to time you out. On Discord. So. Go ahead and test me. Try me. But my question is. What are your feelings. Regarding review scales. And not. Do you like review scales or do you not like them? But with review scales in mind, which do you prefer of these two? These are the only two options. Ignore every single other option. Do you prefer a five-point scale or a 10-point scale? So th- this it doesn't matter what it is, if it's stars, if it's bombs, if it's sausages, do you prefer... One, two, three, four, five star uh, scale or one out of 10. Uh, I'm, I'm curious because I've been thinking about re- not reviewing things, but scoring things. And I'm trying to think of which scale I prefer. I kind of like the simplicity of the five point scale and how easier it is to understand to some degree You, you, it's clear that a 5 star game movie whatever is really really good and then a 4 star is also pretty damn good but there may be an issue or two a 3 star that's something that is solid but maybe could use some iron out and then 4 star bad but not the worst and then a 1 star is really really bad and then once you double that and get a 10 point scale it becomes a bit more finicky why is something a 9 and not a 10 what's the difference between a 9 and an 8 but there are also plenty of instances where I look at a game and I think that's a 7 that's a a clear 7 it's not 3 stars it's not 4 stars it's a 7 feel like that's, that's the, the main thing about the 10-point scale. It's the 7 out of 10. That 7 is a big number. That, that's a review score that does a lot of heavy lifting. But I'm just curious what people think, what people's preferences, preferences are. And again, I only want you to consider those two scales, the 5-point scale and 10-point scale, when responding to the question. Everything else is garbage. Eh, Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways. That's okay. But a 20-point scale is too much. And then anyone, any site, any person, any whatever that uses a 100-point scale, get the fuck out of my face. How you can use that and... Act like it's, it's like the difference between a 9.6 and a 9.7. Fuck off. If you think you can explain that in a satisfying way, fuck you. No, never. You're never going to be able to convince me of that. I don't care what you say. Your argument will never work on me. Blind in the sand. Try all you want. Bullshit. There's no fucking way. The only way you can. Justify a hundred-point scale is if you literally, literally, have a hundred specific things you look at when evaluating a product. So you have ten different categories, you know, sound, video, lighting, blah blah blah, and then under those you have in sound, the, uh, the balance, the clearness of the dialogue, the bass, the. Blah, blah. If you have that kind of setup, where you look at each of these points and evaluate them in a way where they either get that point for that or they don't, then I can understand your using of that system. However, even if you have that in place, I still think you're fucking insane for going that deep. That would work on a product you purchasing like for a TV that could work but even then you're going to tell me that the the clearness of the dialogue is as important as the quality of the, then you're you're telling me all these individual points are of equal value when it, real like the the voice acting the quality of the voice acting versus the quality of the background music is, is that, are they equal I don't think so. I I can take whatever background music, but bad voice acting? Mm. So, 100-point scalers, fuck off. And with that, I'm going to fuck off and call this an episode. So, yeah. Once again, I am Mark Ginez. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. Of course, if you'd like links to... Everywhere you need to be. I You don't need to be anywhere. But if you want links to all my stuff and whatnot, like the YouTubes, the website, the art I make, etc., you can find them all over at pxsausage.com, including a link to the Patreon, which is where you go if you enjoy this here show or any of the stuff I do and what have you. That is patreon.com slash pxs. Go in there, allows you to support me and my nonsense. If you so choose, and if you do so choose, you can also choose to ask a question or not. Like this week, where no one asked a the question, they they got all question out. They they couldn't. They didn't know where to go after chocolate or vanilla, <laughs> or what's your favorite smell. <laughs> They're creatively bankrupt after those incredible questions that just took so much brain power to think of. This is, I guess this is the part where I ask you to support me via Patreon while ripping the few people who have been willing to do it for such a long time. Hey, do you like Do you like me? Why don't you support me, you dumbass? That's essentially what this is turned out to be. But, uh, if you do, like me and the stuff I do. That is patreon.com slash pxs $3 higher tier. Get the access to some private Discord channels and the ability to ask questions on this here show that I may or may not answer very respectfully. And uh, if you want to spend a little bit more, you may be able to see episodes of Attack the Backlog a little bit early and hear me talk about and comment on the games I'm playing as I play them that's the thing I do that's what I was doing with some nerf legends put out the episode of waiver 64 a little bit earlier for them so that's another perk you can get if you if you want but that is it that is all from me and my, my buddy here my little my little by. Squid by Squid guy? Squid girl? Squid person? Squid thing? Squiddy? Uh, that'll do it. So, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I hope you have both a wonderful rest of your day and an absolutely lovely rest of your week until I'm back here in your ear holes and potentially your eye holes on Friday where I'll be able to talk about the responses to the question I asked, if there are any responses. But for now, adios a rividerci. Bye.